Yay. Hello. Welcome to uh, the TFL podcast, uh, which is what this podcast is called. My name is Tess Abaddon, and I'm joined by... Ananya Pavalori. Is that really how you pronounce your last name? Abaddon? Yeah. What'd you think it was? Yeah. I've gotten a lot of different, a lot of different ones. Abaddon. Abe, yeah, Abe Don was going to be my next guest. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know the origins, but, but yeah, Abaddon. Okay. And, and don't you forget it. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how's it going? How are you doing? Great. I'm, you know, thriving at my parents' house right now. Uh, yeah, home I, home I, for I the holidays. Thriving. Yeah, I've been thriving at my parents' house since March, so I, I feel that. <laughs> oh, did you never go back to school? I did not. I did a remote semester. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about the fact that I did that, but it, it is what it is, and I'm here now. And I will say you didn't miss much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, crippling depression was, was the biggest thing, I'd say. Yeah, um, but I got that here anyway. I got... I got it plenty, so. Okay, yeah, so you, nothing then. Yeah, so what coping mechanisms have you been employing lately? So many walks. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it actually is a coping mechanism, but it helps. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. And do you, like, listen to podcasts? and Podcasts, such as this one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe someone is on a walk now listening to us have this conversation. Hey, yeah. hey if you're on a walk right now, keep walking. Or yeah. go home if you're done. Um, and I just want to let you know if you are walking that you're probably not the main character that you think you are. Um, no one is watching you through your windows. Um, no one is wondering what you're listening to right now and wondering mm-hmm. if it's quirky. Um, but you do you, babe. Yeah. Keep, keep listening to Green Day. Yeah. And uh, one day someone might notice, yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing I discovered over quarantine was uh, listening to music with another person. Like, you can share your music with someone. And mm-hmm. so I would go on walks with people, and we would be listening to the same music. And it makes you feel like you are in a movie. Like, there's a soundtrack playing, and you're, like, looking at each other, dancing, walking, and... Like, the vibes are spectacular. It really does make you feel like you're in a movie. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like I've watched so many indie movies, like, especially in my formative preteen, teen years, that I've internalized so much of it. (laughs) Um, And for for the worse, you know? Like, I always live my life like I'm the main character. Mm. But you know what? I can't be the main character because, for one thing, I am not conventionally attractive by Western standards. Um, And another thing is that, you know how I feel like there's this whole trope of the main girlies in movies where they just like, it's, it's part of the whole not like other girls thing. Like they just eat whatever they want and that's like a personality trait is they like eating. Yeah. They don't eat a single pound. Like. It's true. Like, honey, I want SSRIs. Like, I <laughs> eat one single bagel bite, and by tomorrow, I will see the consequences. So. 
it's not gonna be fun yeah um yeah I literally just watched a, a movie where oh it's you know what it was Cinderella story with Hillary Duff mm-hmm. and, uh the Austin the love interest asks her if I took you out to dinner would you order a salad or a steak and she says <laughs> a steak why and then he says I love a girl with an appetite so you know this is an interesting uh, qualifier that we have. Girls yeah. are hot when they eat. Girl, yeah. If there's nothing hotter than, you know, giving your body fuel so you can literally survive. Um, you can't look like you gave your body fuel, you know? Yeah, you have to look like you're, like, malnourished. Not cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, quarantine. Yeah. Um, I have been doing a lot of online shopping lately, um, and the most notifications I get from anyone on my phone are, you know, your order has been shipped notifications. Um, Beautiful love message. Yep. That's my love language. (laughs) What, uh, like, clothing or books? I keep buying books and not reading them. (laughs) I have other things to read for school, but. Yeah, you know, I don't really buy books very often. I'm more of a library kind of gal, Um, like borrow eBooks from the library, but I wanted to buy some books the other day. They're so expensive. Books, yeah, which is weird. Like, why is it $25 to read like, I don't know, (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, although worth it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just recently had a professor who had us get all these textbooks, as you do, but then we started reading one of these books, and he was like, you want to know why I had you get this book? Because it's awful. And I was like, sir, I just paid $34 for this. Could you not have, (laughs) like, told us it was bad and not had us buy it and read it? Like, that's a waste of my life and money. God, yeah. So comedy yes. and the internet has, mm. so I feel like, I mean, it, this is nothing that's not completely obvious, but TikTok Ugh. has blown up. Ugh. Huge. Teens and their TikToks, am I right? What What will they do next? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I do love a good TikTok session. I do too, and I find it very calming. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, like I, if I have anxiety, like, building up, I will lie down and watch TikToks, and it, like, chills me out, which is not the best coping mechanism, but it really works. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know... It's like an endless pile of like never ending scrolling. So it can be a trap. Like you got to set those yeah. screen time limits and everything. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think one of the coolest things about internet culture and TikTok and everything um, is that the trends evolve so quickly. Like one audio will be trending one week. And by the next week, that audio is like old news, you know? Like culture yeah. just evolves so quickly. Yeah, this is what I've been thinking about. I was trying to write 
stand up about it, but it's less funny than it is just like analytical, I guess. That mm-hmm. um, things like Saturday Night Live aren't funny anymore, like even the news segments, because they write about the news so quickly that it's like the news story itself was ridiculous mm-hmm. and funny in that sense. Uh, so there's no need to write a joke about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything becomes a meme right away. Like, there, you have to be on it. And even if you're on it, are people even laughing because they think it's funny? Or because, like, oh, everyone likes this, so I guess I'll like it, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's kind of, yeah, being a comedian right now and trying to appeal to, like, this different landscape of comedy must be really difficult. Um yeah, especially, it's it's funny, because I saw this one TikTok the other day that was like, so do people actually find stand-up comedy funny, or, um, and that kind of hurted me a little. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the most successful stand-up is stuff that people can recognize, but at the same time, I feel like most people I've talked to, like, don't want to hear jokes about coronavirus, for instance, or Trump. It's like, we, it's, we get that all the time. And mm-hmm. so to hear it from someone when you're trying to go to a comedy show, for instance, to escape is like a nightmare. Yeah. But I do like that the one thing that TikTok and stuff has, you know, popularized. I don't know if that's the word. You're the English major. Um, but <laughs> the whole like idea of basically anyone being able to make really quick accessible comedy like from their rooms, like something really simple. I think that's really cool. Um, yes, absolutely. Even though some people like maybe shouldn't have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, a lot of people. The dark side of TikTok is dark. Yeah, there there's so many trends with like different filters. Like, oh, if you can touch your like nose hairs with your pinky finger or like some shit like that, like then this body part is attractive. Or like, wow, if you do this and this, then you're hot. And I'm like, you know, just just call me ugly like (laughs) we don't need to go this extra length to like not in the mood to do gymnastics yeah interesting well so you're active on the interweb doing the the comedies yeah How, how how do you find that and like what's your experience been creating as opposed to like taking in um creating I feel like well one of the things is you just have to like get with the trends really quickly like whatever is trending you gotta like I mean everyone who's listening to this probably goes to Tufts and is probably in Tufts memes for curvy queens um so as soon as like yeah as soon as Tony Monaco releases an email or like we get one of those student life announcements I just gotta immediately be like snap like I got yeah I gotta make a meme yeah make a meme about it yeah otherwise like you know there's so many memes whenever anything happens that by the next day you're like okay this is old so you gotta um be fast um I also I feel like there is a perfect you have to find a perfect balance between being relatable but not being redundant and that's like another thing about comedy is that yeah, I can talk about, like, I don't know, airplane food, um, but that's been done eight million times, and yeah. that's, like, 
Yeah. So what's relatable that people haven't really talked about and how can I put a spin on it? That's like different, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, the, so I'm a little biased cause I do improv in case anyone didn't know. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's funny that every type of comedy now feels like it's becoming improv because you do have to attack the topics if it's, you know, modern right away. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, what you just described with jumping on the trends is, like, pretty much a form of improv, I'd say. Um, yeah. So, how has, I mean, I've been to your Cheap Socks shows, but um, you. How, <laughs> how has it been doing improv on, like, this virtual Zoom Facebook Live platform? Uh, <laughs> like, it's not my favorite thing. Like, uh, one of my favorite parts of performing is the like pre-show you feel like you're gonna throw up you're so like hyped up um and that just doesn't happen over zoom but it's like you know still any opportunity to do comedy I love um and you know there's a certain like I think it's my favorite one of the major reasons that I stay at Tufts is doing comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But then I've also been doing stand-up on this, this platform called Gold Comedy. Mm -hmm. Check it out. They do stand-up and teach stand-up for uh, gender minorities. And um, that is also difficult just because you don't, like, you can sometimes hear people laughing and clapping but it's it's like sporadic and you're like did you laugh at that or was that really bad or can I just not hear you so yeah it's not the medium but it's it's fine so I feel like a lot of improv is physical comedy too like mm -hmm. so how has that had to change um so like in this most recent show we just did uh I like would be moving my computer around and like <laughs> lying on the floor and like tilting my computer for an angle um it's like still a big thing that we don't want to use props in improv but because we were all like in our rooms and apart from each other sometimes we would just like bring out something to uh aid a game or something like that um but yeah there's like a big aspect of physical comedy that's lost yeah um yeah and you can't like see your full people so it's a big time for podcasting i would say yeah <laughs> yeah if there's any time to join the game yeah um, now yeah i yeah i really want to start my own podcast um hell yeah but at the same time i'm like does anyone want to listen to me talk for an hour probably um <laughs> I would do it. Whoever, whoever's listening to this is doing it now. But. <laughs> Give this podcast a like if you would watch an Anya's podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so, so um, oh. what do you think has been like some of your favorite internet comedy culture trends? Like, I won't say in quarantine because quarantine has been like 47 years and yeah. you can't remember that far away, but <laughs> I guess in recent lockdown times. Yes. God. I don't, 
I, I like to look at a lot of, uh, I don't want to call them philosophical memes because that sounds terrible, but they're like the ones that are about existential dread and kind of joking about uh, a little dark, but like, I want to die type things. I, I just find it amusing that so many people, it's sad, but also like so many people of our generation, I feel like are in the same boat of like, what am I doing here and why? And like, the older people are ruining this for us but it's so like heartening in a way that uh that you can still find comedy about it mm -hmm. for instance uh tufts just put out a thing that was like send us your tufts life uh like two minute video about what your tufts life is like and instantly shout out to will mueller uh who put out like that video like exactly what I thought it was gonna be like him in bed with uh Phoebe yeah playing in the background really golden he he's a he's a good friend of mine actually um and yeah he got me into Phoebe Bridgers and wow. um it's not been good for my lack of serotonin but it's been yeah. good for like the vibes <laughs> that makes Phoebe sense. Bridgers is good for vibes for sure yeah yeah um, I was so excited that someone did that because that was my first thought was like, Tufts Life this year has not been uh, great documentation content. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what about you? Any specific content you liked? So this is kind of niche, um, but those like Facebook, the screenshots of Facebook status updates where people will just like color over certain words and put other words like it's so bizarre it'll start from something like oh like I was going to get gas this morning and someone will color over it and be like I was going to get like I don't know like my antidepressants this morning <laughs> um, and it's like not even funny in and of itself but just seeing it this like botched edit of it is it's so funny to me yeah no I saw one of those oh, the ones with uh, Bernie Sanders for instance uh -huh. he says i'm i'm asking you to something yeah the original quote and there was a meme that was like are you planning to skip uh classes today yeah. it just says i am yeah like such it's dadaism i would say yeah Sounds um, right. there's also been this new meme um well i don't know how new it is um but it, there's this like there's this like um person at this like stick figure party and he's like oh they don't know blah 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 oh uh, yes um, yes and i feel like i really like it because i'm definitely a pretentious person and you know i own that um yes. as you I, should yeah exactly and so it's always these it's making fun of these like really pretentious things like oh they don't know where the song was originally sampled from and like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, yeah, important to, it's funny to be uh, a woman in comedy because <laughs> I think a lot of good comedy comes from being confident in yourself and also I'm not very confident in myself for a lot of things. So mm -hmm. it's like uh, you have to basically, or I feel like I have to change personalities and just become this like confident, sexy freaking uh funny funny guy <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I definitely, I feel like <laughs> this is opening a whole other can of worms, but I feel like definitely <laughs> when I'm um, trying to think of stand-up sets and stuff, I always have to like act a bit more masculine than I am um, or like, I, I guess masculine isn't the right, traditionally masculine. Like, like mm -hmm. you said, I'm a pretty, I'm a small woman. I'm like pretty hyper feminine in a lot of ways. And um, I am not super outspoken, not super confident, but you know, to, I feel like to be funny, um, I feel like I have to act like I am all of those things or I'm not certain things, if that makes any sense. And right. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I want to be myself, but, um, knowing that I'm a woman, are people going to find that funny? Um, mm -hmm. are people going to just find me annoying? I feel like this is something that you have to think about a lot more when you're a woman or non-binary person in comedy or really any entertainment field than you would if you're a man. Right. Cause nobody really takes, yeah. Like you can't be making comedy about the same types of things as dudes. For, for a lot of reasons, but, like, people analyze things in a different way, I think, when you're of a different gender. Yeah, and, I mean, that's, like, very well known and, like, established that, um, you know, someone is way more likely to find me annoying than they are to find Alex Bradley annoying. Um, hi, Alex. <laughs> uh, Alex Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> I don't find him annoying. Yeah. I don't find you annoying either. We don't know each other that well, but nice, nice guy, sure, nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't annoy me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is like a little bit of a different topic, but uh, like I've pretty much devoted my life to trying to do comedy in the real world <laughs> once I graduate, or and therefore I've tried to make everything about comedy sometimes to a fault like I'm looking for things that are funny while I'm supposed to be paying attention to a lecture <laughs> because you know I'm not gonna you know become a, a scientist or a um a, a mechanic for instance yeah and, and so I'm just like devoted my whole thing to comedy and also think that it helps so much with like diffusing a situation like if I'm ever depressed about something or anxious not always but sometimes if I can just make a joke about it or laugh at myself it helps so much yeah I feel for me I mean comedy has always been more of a hobby than a professional career like hey in case you guys didn't know I'm like a double stem major uh -huh. but um, also funny yeah <laughs> pretty good um yeah but it's yeah it's been like more of a hobby for me um but I still I feel like I've always been the comic relief friend in any like situation or any group I'm in mm -hmm. um, and I see what you're saying to some extent because I feel like my job <laughs> like so to say is um to be funny like in any group dynamic and mm -hmm. if I'm not constantly coming up with things to be funny I'm like like will they still like me um yeah. And yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard, you know, I can't constantly be coming up with things in any situation to make people laugh. I love making people laugh. Um, hence why I am here. Um, and we're so glad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
What's uh what's your family dynamic like? Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a little brother. He's 15 right now. Um, yeah. What about you? I have a uh, older sister, younger sister, and a little brother. So oh, I was wow. like middle child, uh, one to diffuse the tension whenever the family fought. And I think that's where I got comedy mostly. Or, you know, partly. Yeah, um, I think I got comedy because <laughs> from having to compensate for not fitting into the whole, like, like, I didn't have anything else um, going for me in, like, a very Eurocentric, like, very, like, white sphere. Um, I mean, I'm from the suburbs of New York City, so it's not that white, but, I mean, I was in, like, you know, the AP classes and stuff, and most of my peers were white, and I'm Indian, in case you guys didn't know. Um, I'm white, in case. <laughs> thank you. Yep. Um, so I felt like, you know, I'm already very different from other people, so I can't just be, like, well-liked by mm -hmm. being just, like, the way I, I don't know. So I was like, okay, I have to be really funny, or I have to, like, come up with a personality that'll make people like me mm -hmm. um so i feel like that's where mine comes from this is like a therapy session yeah i was gonna say that's like a lot of pressure to have on yourself yeah um not that i wasn't aware that it was a phenomenon like white people do seem to get laughs so much more than is is validated like there, do you know how many white people are comedians who just like should not be and they're just like not actually funny they're just have you seen the it's another tiktok trend that's like are they talented or just pretty and white mm -hmm. one of my favorites yeah uh, very eye-opening mm -hmm. yeah definitely um i yeah white mediocrity is always gonna be like one of society's favorite things yeah. Yes, girl. Give us so little. <laughs> I feel like it's funny because a lot of the times, like, you know, there's so many people who are like, oh, men are funnier than women. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's like, are they though? Or are we just laughing so they don't murder us? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. That's why I laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh so, uh, do you have any favorite content creators right now? Um, so there's this guy, Gus Johnson on YouTube. Um, don't know if you've heard of him, but he makes like very short form, like sketches. Um, and sometimes it's like a relatable thing, like Spotify recording ads or my mom, um, setting up her iPad or something like that. <laughs> really funny he plays like mostly all of his characters and nice. yeah, I really like it it's very like low budget comedy um because I tend to find you know like very high um production value like these like Amy Schumer Kevin Hart movies like sure I just don't find myself laughing um yeah I like question were you anti-Amy Schumer I know a lot of people feel like I know that's a loaded way to ask that, but a lot of people dislike her pretty strongly because this, that, or the other. Yeah, um, I, I feel like a lot of her humor is, like, shock value. Like, let's say something really, like, disgusting. Um, 
and that's funny. Um, right. I mean, I don't hate her. Um, I don't find her funny, but if she's for some people, then she's for some people. I do think that she's very, like, white feministy, um, as are a lot of popular comedians, and yeah. <laughs> right. I wonder if that's a thing, like, you have, like, if you're a female comic, I mean, it's definitely not you have to, but, like, there's a, there seems to be a broad base of, like, white feminism mm -hmm. comedians who are, like, like her. Yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely better comedians. Mm hmm And, you know, we should have just made this whole podcast shock value. We should have yeah. come on here and been, like, but yeah <laughs> that's my shock value of the day butts yeah mm -hmm. i mean i have one you have one Shh, don't tell them <laughs> it's on the only fans page <laughs> uh, yeah so how how is finals week go as we're heading into finals week yeah, um, here we go yeah how's it going for you uh really well I have not started any papers, and I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, use the fact that we're in a pandemic, too. We really are, still. Yeah, we're in a literal pandemic. Um, I could have had a baby by now. Yeah. Again. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, you should have just had one, just to, like, keep yourself busy. Yeah, just cranked one out. Yeah. As Soulja um, Boy said, crank one out. The baby. Yeah. yeah, I've been home, like I said, and my family, like, out of nowhere got a puppy. And so I can't do work because I want to play with the puppy. And that's how it is. Yeah, and I mean, this is your senior year, like. Damn true. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? How's finals? Um, my motivation is so low right now, and I feel like that's a universal feeling, and I'm trying not to shame myself for it, but at the same time, like, how many times can I say we're in a literal pandemic to justify sitting in my bed the whole day? Um, yeah. I'm someone who, like, actually, like, kind of likes school. Like, I like being a student, but this whole, like, I, I, the thing with lecture videos is, like, okay, stop, like, someone is in my computer, like, talking at me, like, oh, stop, um, yeah, <laughs> it just feels so, like, annoying, right, the other thing is, uh, life hack, it's so easy to leave, yeah, and I keep leaving, like, if I get put in a breakout room, I'm not gonna stay, yeah, there's no need, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, once I was like five minutes late to one of my Zoom classes, and I had this very like scary, um, nerve-wracking interaction with my professor, where I entered the Zoom and it was just me and her because everyone else was in breakout rooms. Um, and instead of being like, oh, like, hi, can you put me in a breakout room? I felt like I had to justify why I was like late. I was like, oh, like my computer died and then I couldn't find my charger. And you know, girl, it's five minutes. Um, yeah. She does not care. <laughs> I've used every single excuse this year. I have emailed so many times being like, I have migraines from looking at the screen. Uh, <laughs> I 
am in a different time zone, which is ridiculous. I don't know why I would have changed time zones. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's so easy to not go. And it feels like they don't care as much either, the professors. Yeah, I wonder how they're doing right now. Like, yeah. Well, so, like teaching right now. Right. Sometimes I feel bad because they seem very, like, sad. They seem like, is no one going to answer? And I'm like, I mean, this is just how it is right now. I feel sad, but not sad enough that I'm going to unmute my mic. Um, no, God, no. <laughs> I have a busy house. Yeah. Um, I, so, you know, as I've mentioned before, I've been living with my parents for the entirety of quarantine. Um, and it took them a while to understand, like, okay, like, Zoom class is happening. I can't just, like, come in the room. I can't just, like, bring her cut fruit and expect <laughs> her to eat it. Um, yeah, but I, I think they understand now. Um, but, you know, it was always, like, I would, as soon as I would start my lecture, um, they would always decide to, like, argue about um, the, like, their acreage of land back in the motherland or something like sure. ridiculous like that um, <laughs> immigrant stuff you know yeah um, <laughs> yeah just something ridiculous they would be like silent and like not make any noise the whole day but as soon as like it was time for my lecture just without fail um, on it yeah damn yeah i so i did this zoom improv show the other night and my everyone in my family knew it was happening and in the very middle I was like in character as like a, a ghoul basically my dad like starts opening the door and peeking in and I was like go away but like without saying it because I was on a live zoom stream of improv <laughs> I don't know what goes through parents heads but like if yeah. you're a parent listening you can't do that yeah that's um yeah, sometimes my dad will just, like, stand at my door with his arms crossed and, like, not say anything, <laughs> and he'll be there for a good, solid minute, and I just want to know what's going through his head. Uh, like, why is that such a universal dad thing? Very intimidating. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I'm just like, okay, hello. Um, Hi, Dad. Nothing. It's radio silence from them. <laughs> yeah, that is brutal. I'm also, um getting I've been getting a lot of renovation done on my house because you know we got like the roof leaking and like this and that so mm. um we're getting some stuff fixed and it is loud um right. it is quite loud um and so that does not pair very well with um online learning I will yeah tell not much does even I was like it's gonna be fine I'll just drink coffee and do my class but like coffee goes right through me and they don't want you, like my professors at least don't want me to turn off my camera mm -hmm. and I want to turn off my camera. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see myself, but, uh, but they're like, keep it on or you're failing. Like, you know, I wish you would. Uh, but then I have to poop because of. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was just gonna ask, when you say it goes right through you, do you mean like you have the poop and- I have the poop, yep. Yeah, I, yeah. More shock value. <laughs> I have a mug somewhere that says coffee makes me poop. Um, Cause I'm just like quirky like that. 
You have a spectacular accent, by the way, which I didn't like notice before or observe at least. That's oh great. God, thank you so much. <laughs> very, very New York, but like soft. Aww. Good stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I'm becoming more of a tea person. Um, just like, like I said before, I'm pretentious. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Tea is like, it's, it's better. And I think like, I'm just so used to coffee in the morning that I want it. But like, right after that, I'm like, I want tea all day. So calming. Another coping skill. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you like it hot or do you like it iced? I mean, I can do both. I love an iced tea latte. Yeah. Uh, but a good hot tea. I recently got this one from Trader Joe's that is blueberry chamomile. And it I is so freaking soothing, dude. Yep. Any, like, herbal tea will just mm -hmm. put me to bed. Um, yeah. As though I, like, I'm not tired the whole day anyway. From right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I sleep so much nowadays, and I just, like, I don't move my body anywhere. So where is this exhaustion coming from? Yeah. I, I feel like I'm tired all the time as well, but can't sleep at night. Yeah. Taking good naps, but then I'm, like, up all night. What's your favorite scenario to think about to get yourself to sleep? I'm so glad you asked. It's, like, a little embarrassing, but it does help. I picture myself walking through a meadow, like, very peaceful meadow. I've had this since I was a child, mind you. So I get to a tree. It's like a weeping willow tree. Mm -hmm. And there's sheep everywhere, baby sheep. And they just all lie down around me, so it's very warm and cozy. Aww. And then I fall asleep in a circle of sheep. And that's, that's how I do it. Yeah, that's very wholesome. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have one? Um, yes, but it's, it's not nearly like that. Um, so I try to think of, like, arguments that I had with people years ago. Oh, and I try to brainstorm ways that I could on them. Um, <laughs> So that's a common one. Um, what else? So the other, I, sometimes I try to imagine really crazy scenarios. Um, and the other day, I, one of them was that my family were fugitives running away from the police and we lived like in an underground bunker. Yeah. Um, and like, as you do, you know, yeah. um, as one does. So that's... Yeah, you know, maybe this is why I have anxiety. Cause I was going to say, that doesn't sound calming. <laughs> if it works, it works. Yep. Uh, I actually just learned the term for that, like thinking of things that you have done and wishing you had done them a different way. It's called the l'esprit de l'escalier, which is like the spirit of the stairs. It's a mm -hmm. French thing, so that's why it translates weird. Yeah. But that's what it is. Like, Those you leave a party and you're like, I should have said this. Yeah. Those French. The French, man. Ooh, la la. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I went to France once in my high yeah. school years. Um, and it's a lovely country. It really is. But I will say that the people are rude. Um, mm. Sorry, I'm very sorry if you're French. And <laughs> I am being, I don't know, 
<laughs> anti-French. Were, were you in Paris? Yes. Um, the yeah, the, they're just very not happy that you're there. Um, mm -hmm. And as someone from New York, I totally get that. <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know, um, I don't speak French. I'm sorry. Yeah. I So I've heard uh, that it's much more like that in Paris. But like if you're in the southern regions or just like outside of the city, it gets a lot chiller. I think there's just something about Paris. Yeah. It it is really a beautiful city. Um yeah. remember traveling that like No. But I will I will say um to anyone listening that traveling isn't a hobby, it's just um an income level. Mm. so and it's yeah a privilege so you know it's so funny because um when I came to Tufts I was part of Focus um and our lovely um Alex Sue is one of the coordinators for Focus is she um, really good lord yeah, yeah she does too much she does um, everything yeah so I was put in a group of all white people um and all of them had been to private school and boarding school so again that that was a great you know great start to my toughest experience <laughs> yeah and so whenever we were like oh like what's your hobbies they would all be like yeah traveling to Europe like backpacking <laughs> that's you know, not a hobby yeah that's just you're just rich um <laughs> Um, I will say, and you know, in hindsight, maybe I shouldn't have done it, but I did and it went fine. Uh, over the summer, I drove across the country because I had to like take, I didn't have to, but like my friends had to get home. And so I was like, I'll drive you. Uh, and we drove across the country and it was freaking wild. We just like camped in places so we didn't have to go into, you know, hotels or anything. And it was insane because we got to see like what the Midwest is doing right now for the pandemic, which is nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. They're just chilling. Yeah. Um, I have been, speaking of the Midwest, well, is Wyoming, Wyoming is not really the mid, it's just like the West. But yeah, um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tess is like, uh, where's Wyoming? Um, the square one. Yep, exactly, yeah. I've been having a lot of nightmares about Wyoming for some reason. Um, so I have this recurring nightmare of, like, a rundown motel in Wyoming and, like, just, like, being alone there and there's nothing to do, like, anywhere. Mm. Um, just lots of, like, farmland, which I'm sure, like, Wyoming probably isn't as barren uh, uh. Parts, parts of it for sure it's beautiful though i think wyoming is great but okay i'll be sure to go i have to confirm my yeah and look for bigfoot yeah <laughs> yeah i i've always wanted to go to like these really like not popular states and just mm. see what it's like um <laughs> that sounds so snobby. Um, Not like but, other girls. Yeah. I just, I just want to see what it's like, you know, to be yeah. in filming or some shit and just like live with the bears um, or moose or cows. Yeah. Other such animals. <laughs> well, gosh, 
this has been such a great podcast in my opinion yeah I would listen to this yeah and in my opinion as one of the people hosting it um Mm -hmm. I think this is a great (laughs) in my unbiased opinion I think it's a great podcast yeah make sure to leave this podcast five stars yeah it's gonna be on SoundCloud which you know is clout yeah oh yeah yeah um so I can't wait to send this link to everyone from my high school that I haven't spoken to and be like, hey, like, I'm about to blow up. Mm-hmm. Post it on the Facebook. Uh, great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we love you. Yeah. We love Alex and everyone at TFL. Uh, TFL. Um, I miss everyone very much. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to see your faces again without masks on whenever that wear wear a mask um yeah yeah (laughs) your beautiful lower faces we miss them yes i really i really miss it and i can't wait for you guys to see my acne laden cheeks um in full is happening yep all right well stay tuned for next week probably and we'll see you later adios